Welcome to Moody Brunch. Hey. Hey. This is our 16th episode, if you include the bonus episode that we put oh, out. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. I meant to, um, uh, we got a good, a review. Ooh. Um, I was a little nervous when you first told me we had feedback. I was like, uh-oh. No, no, it was good. Uh, it's from my friend, Lindsay. Um, so maybe that's why she thinks it's funny. Yeah. She said, <laughs> People uh, who know us already. She said, I have two comments for you. One is, feed me pork chops, please, which I make excellent pork chops, which we talked about on the last episode. I believe it. And she said, second, I'm into this bonus podcast. <laughs> I said, yes. I'm also listening to it for the first time. I don't remember a lot. <laughs> it was very good. I was actually oh thinking it would be a lot it was, worse than it was. Oh my god! Oh, it was funny. Even, after you guys left, I was just kind of, um, oh my god! Did we just, we just did that? Like, yeah, <laughs> we did that. So we, it was that was good. That was it was good. fun though, and I like having Mallory on. So we'll have to do that oh, many she, more our times. Hype girl. She's yes, a very good she hype girl. We're over here like. I guess we'll make a t-shirt eventually. And she's like, we're, we're making them. We're selling them. We're going to get support for the, we're going to monetize this we podcast. Are, we, and Rachel and I are just like, oh, it's okay. okay. We're doing what we we're do. in a closet. Speaking of which, we're in my closet. Yeah, we're in a new, we're broadcasting from a new location. Why? It's uh, our secondary okay. studio. Yes, yes. Um, Backup studio. Rachel's closet. Yeah, it's the, Rachel, longer. The other Rachel's closet. Yeah, exactly. This is Rachel <laughs> Rangel's closet. And, um, you know, if it sounds a little different, just know that it's shaped a little differently. We have a different, dis- like, uh, this, the clothes are dispersed a little differently. Not the same acoustics, but I think it sounds okay. It's longer it, and narrower. It yeah, and yours is shorter and wider. I am gonna leave that alone. It has girth. <laughs> My closet has length, though. So different do strokes what for you different want with folks. that. <laughs> So there's a lot of really interesting stuff going on in the world, but um, most importantly, we need to talk about Cardi B. Okay. Because that's important news. I don't... What's going... So, Offset, her husband... Cheated on her. Yes. Or, like, was attempting to cheat on her with some 19-year-old rapper. Um, He was like, let's make it happen. The text messages were found. Cardi was like, bye-bye. But she was super, super respectful. She was. I did see that. Um, I don't really pay too much attention to that kind of stuff. But I did see that she was very respectful about their relationship. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, it's easy to... It's easy to lash out and not take the high. There have been plenty of times she took the high road. where I have taken that fucking low road low. and I've gotten dirty. And I'm the just subway like, road. We are going <laughs> under the road. I was, I was the bridge troll in the, the subway. <laughs> I'm here to take the low road. But anyway, so um, yeah, go go on. Oh, so I, I guess know. you know he um put out like an Instagram post where he's like, I'm so sorry. I miss Cardi. I want Cardi back. And, and then crashed, crashed her. her concert. Yes. Which I thought was very creepy. It's super. I didn't like that. Um, It it bothers me because no means no. And yeah. obviously, Leave you know, the just, fuck alone. you know, and, and that, uh, he's just not taking no for an answer. Like, he's not. I, you're, uh, you're the but one that then. fucked up in the first place. Okay, so I don't know whatever it is you're getting ready so, to tell me. So, I don't know if you've heard about this. This was something I heard about on the radio this morning. She put out, like, a four-minute-long live Instagram video just talking about how much she misses that D. And how she misses that D being in and around her mouth cavity. God, Cardi B. She's... I mean, the woman has needs. And Every, yeah. I, I don't know. I think 
they're probably gonna end up back together. But, yeah. But but who knows? Who knows? I think. I don't know, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to so process juicy. like how I would go about. I wouldn't put an Instagram live I, video I talking about that deep. Also but she's also Cardi B, and people eat yes. that shit up. Yeah, like, that she's, is true. She's fucking smart. Like, I, I, I don't know why anybody would think Cardi B is not anything but like super fucking smart. She, yeah. she turns everything into her favor. She's a smart. Mm-hmm. She's savvy. And also, I'm very, like, she took the high road in telling people to back the fuck off with criticizing him and attacking him because she's like, that's my daughter's father. Mm -hmm. No one will ever love my daughter the way her father does. She's like, so no matter what, I want him in my life. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. She gonna get that D again? I think she'll probably get get that D again. Just so long as she wants to be the one that gets it. Exactly. And I just feel kind of like it's definitely, like, the cost of celebrity Mm -hmm. that your business is all out there. And, like, you're going to have the people who are like, you're married. You should work it out. And then you're going to have the people who are going to be like, he cheated. You shouldn't work it out. Like, you're never going to get everybody to be on your side. Mm -hmm. So she should do what she wants. And uh, that's all I have on Cardi B. Um, Other than that, I just adore her. I think she's awesome. She's so hilarious and talented. I have, like, a few different things I want to talk about. First off, let's talk about the creepy guy that came to my door yesterday. Yes. So, um, I know we kind of talked a little bit about it. So, yesterday, um, my doorbell rang. Um, holidays, I'm expecting packages, you know, and I open the door and I'm yelling, I'm yelling at Hannah. Like, the UPS guy either thinks that I am going to harm my animals or that I'm just a crazy dog lady. Um, okay. Because I'm constantly Can you, threatened. you would never harm them, but you are definitely a crazy I would dog never lady. harm them. Ever. No, I am absolutely not. I like them. I actually, Hannah got up on the kitchen table a couple weeks ago and I put her outside. She was outside for five minutes sitting by herself. And I was like, I'm the worst person in the world. You showed her. I showed her. Lesson learned. (laughs) It was probably not even that cold out either. No, it it was a little drizzly, but it was poor baby. I know, but she was sitting on that god awful table thing, not the back patio table that she constantly gets up on. But she was just perched, and I felt so bad. I sent Zach a picture. It's never a good thing when a large dog is perching on something. I know. My dogs perch on everything, though. But anyways, so I was yelling at her because I do not want her to escape, because in the event there are other dogs. She is aggressive towards other dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I open the door, and there is this guy standing there in jeans, some work boots, and just like a regular t-shirt. Like, not... It, it was like... I don't know. And he goes, hey, I'm from the bank, and I'm here to do an inspection on your home. That's fucking weird. And I was like... I don't believe him. Uh, do you have a business card? Because he just said he's from the bank. Like, what fucking what bank, bank are you from? It's not so the he said, West. He said he subcontracts for a couple different banks. And I said, well, you know, do you have a business card? He said, no, I don't, but I have a work order. So he pulls up the work order, and he's scrolling. He said sometimes when you buy a house, the banks will send people to check on it and he's like did you just buy the house and I was like well no we haven't um but it had so it had my address and it had a picture of our house on there Hmm. um but it was an older picture it wasn't and we're not selling our house at this moment um we purchased it almost three years ago 
Um, and so I, so he's showing me the work order. The bank doesn't match up. He's like, this is the financial institution. And he's scrolling really fast through this work order. So I can't see any of the information other than the financial institution and the type of loan it is. He says, it is, is it an FHA loan? And I was like, no, it's not. And I said, I don't under, I don't know anything that's going on right now. This is really weird. It is super weird. And, um, so he's like, oh, well sometimes the, the banks mess up and I didn't open the door all the way because Hannah stuck her head through my, um, through my legs and was like, I will annihilate you. Good. And so, um, you know, I, uh, called Zach afterwards and it was just a super weird encounter. Like literally the only thing the inform the only information he had to offer me was that he worked for the bank, he subcontracts the for bank? different banks. Yeah, he subcontracts for different banks. Hmm. That's okay. Well, okay. if you right. if you you should have if you're subcontracting for my bank. But then again, who sends a who? I don't understand. So I did some research, and if you have that particular type of loan, an FHA loan, they do. But it's it's a pre inspection for. I don't know. Like, it was super weird. It's weird weird to be having someone come to... I'm not even sure if it's weird if... Like, I'm hoping somebody will tell us after the podcast when they I'm actually, yeah, I'm hoping that you guys can shed light on the information. So, obviously, it weirded me out a little bit. So, I'm extra vigilant about, because there have been, the area that we live in is expanding. And there are, there are people coming in and out. And there's been break-ins and people stealing packages and that kind of stuff. So Oh, yeah. It's that um, time of year. Yeah. Did you see the guy who set up, like, a glitter bomb? Girl, I watched that. That was so great. That was fucking that was awesome. fantastic. I like the fart spray that he had. That's that pretty fucking that awesome. <laughs> Honestly, people who steal, like, I like that Facebook thing that was going around. It was, like, a meme on Facebook about how if you really want to, like, fuck with people, just put, like, your trash in Amazon boxes mm-hmm. and leave it on the porch and just let, let the bandits get it. And I yep. was like... I don't have time for that, but that's actually fucking brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. is super. And, but I, I can barely put things that I want to give people in boxes. So trash in boxes, it's a lot of work. I am pretty sure, like, I still have a box full of stuff that I said I would send to someone six months ago. So, um. Sounds about right. That's yeah. how I am with mailing things. Like, yeah. really bad. Um, That's why Amazon Prime is life. Because oh, I can be yeah. like, send it to this address. And somebody who has their shit together will get it there for me. Whereas yeah. if you give it to and me. And it can even be gift wrapped. Yes, it can. Can we just have a moment of. Well, you know what? I want to say we were going to like praise Amazon Prime. But from what I understand, like their business practices are not that great. I don't know very much about that. I'm going to no. look into it. But that has, that will not stop me from that two day shipping. Absolutely not. Because Homegirl would not be able to have done Christmas without it. We. So we talked a little a while a few episodes ago about how we were like lowering our bills that's why we got different cars lower car payments um a bunch of other things and zach was like amazon prime and i was like nope Uh, no that stays i watch well i what i did watch documentaries now we watch daniel tiger which is a documentary on kindness it is it is it's actually wonderful television for children. My kids don't care for it, but of course, sometimes they like the Wiggles. <laughs> sometimes I'm fucking tired of the goddamn Wiggles. Honestly, Daniel Tiger um, is one of the ones that like I'm I'm totally cool with in my house. Yeah. There's some things I haven't let the kids watch, like Caillou. I've heard not to no, ever ever no, let them watch no, that. Caillou. Fuck that. I'd guy. never let Fuck them watch. Kid. Yeah, or, like wait, can I? Yeah, say no, that? screw the That's... whole the whole production. <clears throat> Fuck that whole production yes. because. Yeah. Somebody actually said that it was an okay character to make. And Absolutely from what I understand, not. all he does is whine. I, I won't let the kids watch Max and Ruby. I mean, my kids are too young to be watching that kind of stuff anyways, but it's a little break for my sanity. Ooh, I hope people can hear Rufus barking. 
That means pizza's here. Mm, pizza. I cooked my children a lovely home-cooked meal of Domino's pizza. <laughs> Zach actually just texted me and said, what do I feed the babies for dinner? And I was like, eggs? Figure it eggs, out. cheese, <laughs> oatmeal? He's a I smart man. I think he can do this. <laughs> yes, he, he can. He can feed the babies. Um, so also t- uh, in the news today, uh, there was a new species of amphibian discovered. <laughs> It says, hold on, let me just... Yeah, you need to make sure you get all the facts right on this. <laughs> There's a lot of... Excuse me. A blind worm-like amphibian that burrows underground has been named after Donald Trump. This made me fucking laugh. This made me laugh. Because <laughs> I was like, what? This seemed crazy to me. But it says... Where is it? Envirobuild, a London-based sustainable... This is from the Washington Post. Okay. Um, EnviroBuild, a London-based sustainable building materials company, saw a resemblance between the serpentine creature, which is blind and, oh, which is nearly blind and burrows underground, and Trump, who is called evidence of global warming a hoax. EnviroBuild, which paid $25,000 for the naming rights at an auction this month, said on Tuesday that it chose Dermorphous Donald Trump by in recognition of the president's position on climate change. It doesn't matter if you support him or not. That's fucking That's hilarious. Fucking his- Somebody paid. Do you? I wish that I had twenty five thousand dollars to throw at some shade. Like I don't even know who I would shade. But if I had twenty 25- petty bullshit, and I am here for it. I am so fucking yeah. here. for it. I mean, it. you could even be like a huge Trump supporter, and that's still fucking hilarious. It, it, and honestly, absolutely. I'm pretty sure he's not mad about it because now there is a species named after him. Doesn't matter that it's a worm and it buries itself when it gets scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So. We put out some some feels on our, uh, what's it called? Facebook page. Our on face- the Moody Broads Facebook page. On our page. Moody Broads Facebook page. And I just got to say, I love that people engage with us on there. I do too. It's awesome. Except nobody decided to tell me, except for Mallory, um, how they felt about the Pitbull cover of Toto's Africa. I still have not <laughs> listened to this, and I think that might be my homework for the evening. It's so, um... I just don't know why there needs to be a cover. That song... Did you hear Weezer's cover? It was fucking great. Really? A bunch of people asked on on Twitter. They were like, Weezer, cover Toto's Africa. Weezer, you should... So somebody actually made a Twitter handle to, like, that Weezer Weezer, cover Toto. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. It was a big thing. So they covered Rosanna. And it was awesome. Okay. And then people were like... We wanted Africa, and then they came out with Africa, and it was fucking great. I'm going to have to listen to that, too. Oh, I, it's so I, good. I, so, I, that's what I was talking about. imagine my surprise <laughs> when I see that Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. Uh, samples Africa. It's not even a It's not even a cover. It's just a big sample. I, well, okay, I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's a little different. Well, I haven't listened to the whole thing because mm. it made my fucking ear bulls bleed. That's not good when your ear bowls are I'm bleeding. Even, I'm drinking coffee right now. Yeah. Like, I'm this is an even... upper episode for Rachel, not a downer. This is an upper. We're, yeah. we're drinking caffeinated substances. Um, yeah. And I still can't pronounce you know, fucking words right. I, I think Juice World, you know who that is, right? The rapper or singer. No, but I'm learning. I a... still see your shadows in my room. Um, can't take back the love that I gave you. No. I have these. Anyway. He sampled, um, like, a Sting portion of a song, a song mm-hmm. by Sting, and, like, from what I understand, like, they sued, and they're getting, like, 85% of whatever he makes off that song. Good. And, yeah, I mean, you gotta... It's probably ask, not much. 
but no, it's wait, a lot. is he popular? Yes. Is is it a heat? It's is a it a massively shoot? successful song? Yeah, really? Juice World. Okay, hold on. Anyway, so we put out some feelers. Um, if you ha- listen to the song and let me know what you think, please. I'm curious because I like other people's opinions. Um, educated opinions. Don't not listen to the song and tell me how great it is. Or don't not listen to the song and tell me how much it sucks. You at least owe me 30 seconds. Yeah. Because that's, I think that's, that's fair. That's about, about how, much, <laughs> how much I got in there. And it was fucking awful. So there's that. Um, but yeah, so what were we? So we were basically, we went to see Love Actually yes. on Monday. And yes, we're aware that that movie came out. 15 years ago. We're aware. Look, they had a Love Actually party at Alamo Draft House, which for people not in Texas, it's like a movie theater that you can also like order food at and it's just fucking I'm amazing. I'm just going to go ahead and real quick like shout out Alamo Draft House because it's fucking great. Like, and it we're is looking for so... sponsors. <laughs> well, it's so much fun. Like, it is. I... And the food's good. It's not the shit food. The food is fucking delight. Like, Zach and I will go and go to the movies, and we'll have our dinner there. Because that's what... It, they have, like, a full menu. They have a full bar. Mm-hmm. Um, Their beer selection's usually really on point. The cocktails are good. I um, prefer my cocktails a little stronger. So, <laughs> I... I don't, uh, I don't order the cocktails. I like them more alcoholy. I like them, yeah. More alcoholy is better. More better. Yeah. Um, the fried pickles are fucking Dude, delicious. I will. The fried pickles were life changing. I, I'm becoming more of a fan of the spears. Oh yeah. Over the slices. Yeah. I used to think slices were no, su- no. Superior. I was spears wrong. For life. Um, they also have like this big bottomless bowl of popcorn mm-hmm. that has like this herb. And I know you guys are probably like this bitch talking about food, mm-hmm. but I just we haven't eaten dinner yet. To be fair, well, we haven't. But I mean, they're they're pop like it's like an herby Parmesan cheese buttery it's bougie popcorn. It's so fucking good. Like it literally is. And honestly, it's it's very very affordable it for is what it is for how much you get it's, super, it's a way it's better value super affordable but since we've given them all this fucking free airtime alamo draft house we're here sponsor yes. us but anyway so we went love actually yes. they were having a love actually party and basically it's just you know they they show the movie that's been out for 15 years <laughs> you pay money to go but you get props you and get you props. get to have fun and, and like they interact with the movie it was really fun and mm-hmm. i don't remember what part of the movie we were at but obviously the whole movie is about people being all lovey-dovey and like mm-hmm. me and rachel look at each other in the middle of the thing and we're like that's kind of weird that it was you you were like that's kind of weird that so and so yeah thinks so he's in love who was it it was the it was the um peter and uh juliet storyline um which ones so are they the Kira knightley okay and, uh so if you Andrew haven't seen Lincoln. love actually like the first the, the, the main part the first part of the movie is there it entails like a wedding Kira mm-hmm. knightley is marrying this guy his best friend is infatuated with her yes and um but it also comes clear in the movie that they're actually they're not close. He doesn't really like no, she's like, I thought you hated me. Yeah. So Rachel's like, how does he love her if he doesn't know yeah. her? Like he doesn't, you know, uh so he he was the best man at the wedding. It was his best friend marrying marrying Kira Knightley's character and um, later on in the movie, if you haven't seen it, that's you really, your, that's your fault. Yeah. Everybody that I've introduced this movie Spoiler to alert. loves this movie. So, um, and it's got a star-studded cast. Like, yes. it really is such a fantastic It's movie. also a nice nostalgic flashback to simpler times. The, uh, right? mid-2000s were a good time. Yeah. Like, uh, Laura Linney's character has a Nokia. 
That's true. Smartphones weren't really a thing. Um, so I looked at her after she poses this question in the middle of movie theater, and I'm like, give me a second. Whip out my phone, take a note. Mm-hmm. Can you love someone without knowing them? So then Rachel is trying her hand at doing more of the social media stuff and doing very well, my dad. Oh, uh, you don't have to lie And Rachel's to like, what do you guys think of love at first sight? Is it possible or is it bullshit? And between that and a poll that we had on my personal Facebook page, it looks like out of 43 people who answered my poll, 58% said, did, it's possible. 42 said, nah, fam. Did did anybody respond on the Moody Broads page? I didn't, I didn't Yeah, look. they did. They did. I'm, I'm so bad, but I just... Oh. Do you think it's possible, Rich? Do you think you can love someone without knowing them? Um... I don't think that you, I think that you can be infatuated with someone as far as like love at first sight. So there was actually, I don't know if we, we've talked about this. There was this, um, oh, scientific project or whatever. And basically these people talked about how you can make someone fall in love with you within like 30 minutes. Um, yep. and, but there were, there were different, like it, it was the amount of eye contact, mm-hmm. the touching, but that kind of stuff. But, um, like, I, for me, seeing someone across the room and being like, I want to be with this person for the rest of my life, what if they're a shit person? Okay, so ultimately, I think to answer the question, everybody answers it based on what they believe love is. Okay. All right? So you obviously believe that love is more about knowing the person and wanting to be with them mm-hmm. in spite of what, like, knowing everything about them, you still want to be with them. Right? Like, is yes. that what love is? Because I will go down that hole. I will quote all of the ladies' man, what is love <laughs> portion at I the think, end of the episode. Yes. I think um, that should definitely be on our docket very, today. That's a very important fact. Um, I had a couple of really awesome responses. Um, and one of them that, like, a lot of people like. So a bunch of people said, yes, it's, it's real. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, The first no I got that was explained to me was um, from Chelsea Jackson, who, by the way, um, is, like, an awesome blogger. I don't know if she's doing it anymore, but her her aesthetic is, like, on point. Um, she said, I think it's more like recognition at first sight. You meet someone or cross paths and something in you recognizes something in them that you could come to love. Dubbing that feeling love at first sight cheapens it, I think. Love takes effort, work, and a series of active choices. I are you here for Wait, it? You're I'm, here for that I'm answer? Here, I'm here for that answer. It really does. And, um, but then you've got, um, the opposite, you know, um, Heather said, I think you can fall in love at first sight at the idea, the appearance, demeanor of someone. And if all of what you see at first sight comes together in the end, then yes. And then she basically said that when she met her husband at a bar in college, she told him to come dance with her. The bar was loud. They went outside, called his phone he left her a voicemail and he said this is joey here's my number don't forget me i'm gonna marry you one day and they're happily married oh now my God, that's like super sweet no they're they're absolutely adorable oh, another absolutely adorable. beautiful couple um and then my friend ashton said the same thing she's like my heart literally leapt out of my chest and i felt like i had stuck a fork in an outlet the very first time i met him i knew he was the other half of my soul my friend courtney said this is exactly it i was in response to what mm. ashton said i was speechless and we knew from literally the very first moment not many moments in life you feel a shift in your soul but that first night with him and my kids being born are it um so when i when i first met zach um, I was working, I think we've talked about this. I was working in the bar and I saw him and I thought that he was 
attractive, and I was speechless around him, which obviously we know I'm a fucking chatty Kathy. There are very few times in my life where I don't have, have something to say, to say. But it's important um, shit. Yeah. I think But so, so um, you know, uh, but I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, maybe I'm just. It took me like a month. There, you don't think what you experienced with Zach <clears throat> was love at first sight then? Well, I. So I was really fucking jaded in the relationship department, mm. and that very well could shape how how I view the whole love at first sight thing. Because, right. Because um, I have a series of really shitty-ass relationships. Like, shitty, That's fair. just really terrible people. But, I'm sorry, they're not terrible people. We were terrible together. Terrible relationships. The terrible relationships. Right. Um, like, maybe, like me not being respected or uh, there was some cheating in one relationship and just a really caustic, abrasive um, fighting all the time, which is not which is not my thing. Yeah. So um, I was very guarded when it came to Zach. And it wasn't until um, he uh, he did like a series of very, very sweet things. And um, and then there was one defining moment that I was uh after something really terrible had happened with a, a friend of mine, not, you know, it, it happened to her, but I was affected. Um, I went out that night with a friend of mine and <laughs> I was drunk in the bathroom stall. And I was like, I want to go home to Zach because I love him. And my friend Ellen was like, I know you do, honey. It's like, wait, what? I haven't even, I haven't I've never even, even told, told you that. that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, everybody knows that you're in love with this guy. Everyone. But so it wasn't until like that moment, but that was like February, March. That was in, uh, we, we met March, February, March, around his birthday. Um, March, April, May. So like two months, I think. Um, but I, I felt attracted to him, but so I you wasn't. don't, you wouldn't say that you, that it. Love at first sight. Mm-hmm. I, I was attracted to him. Do you think that like, love at first sight is just kind of like something? And I agree. I think saying love at first sight kind of maybe cheapens the whole definition of love. But I do think that sometimes you meet somebody and like you were describing with Zach, like that's what I felt with Matt was yeah. like this instant. I, I didn't know anything about him. But what I did, like it was almost instant that I was like, magnetically drawn to yes, him yeah. and that had not happened to me before now to say that that means it was love at first sight I guess is pretty naive because I met him when I was 21 like I didn't have a lot of life it's not mm-hmm. like I had lived a lot of life at that point so who knows how many times you feel that in your lifetime if you don't meet the person young um mm-hmm. but I I kind of relate to what the girls were saying about yeah. just like having that feeling of like this is this is different. And then now that we've been together for mm-hmm. eight years, it's like, oh, yeah, that was love at first sight because we're in love now. So when you when you think about um, about it and looking back and knowing what you know now and loving, do you think that that has something to do with your thoughts and feelings on love at first? Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Like if you've I'm experienced it, you're going to be like, yeah, it's real. If you haven't. If maybe it was more of a slow burn, you're going to be like, no. But I also agree with them that, like, there's definitely a difference, bet- yeah. difference between, like, I love you and, like, I'm committed to you. Yeah. Like, mar- like, like a long-lasting marriage is not going to be, like, 
oh, I'm happy all the time. We're happy all the time. Like, this is great. It's going to be like a committed decision that you're going to love them in spite of everything, Mm -hmm. even when you don't like them or like what they're doing. And I agree with that. Like, I agree saying love at first sight cheapens it. But you could say the same thing about like, I mean, I get that same irritated feeling when I see like, people talking about marriage who have no experience with marriage who are just like I can't Mm -hmm. believe people throw in the towel too easily and I'll be like you've never even had the towel don't talk about the towel you don't know what it's like to be in a relationship you don't know whether that towel's been or what it's mocked up like how good a quality is that towel does the towel scratch you are you allergic to the towel I don't know (laughs) so I mean I thought that was interesting. And then, I mean, I was kind of mm-hmm. like in my very hurried research we were doing downstairs while you drank your coffee a little bit. Yeah. I was reading The Anatomy of Love by Helen Fisher, who is a doctor on the subject. Did and she's, that book? Huh? I don't know, but it's, it's fantastic. And, you know, if we're going to look at like the biological mm-hmm. love stuff, like how a person would measure love looking at your physiological response and what your brain's doing and your body's doing when you're around somebody that you claim to be in love with they say it only takes a matter of seconds my brain is to form that to attachment yes and yes. you saw zach and you were like me likey yeah and your vagina was like yes we like you we marry it. that's not a bad <laughs> idea though because <laughs> Intimacy is a very important part of marriage. And, and if it, you... But, I mean, intimacy is more than just sex. It's, you know... Oh, for sure. Because those... there's a lot of periods of time in life when you're not going to yeah, be able to have like, sex. Yeah. I I mean... It's... Like when you're eight months pregnant. And you have babies in your belly and you're like, fucking get the fuck away. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm crushing you. I'm crushing you. Um... <laughs> Can you breathe down there? <laughs> I don't really care. We're doing this anyway. You're fine. You're fine. Nobody cares about your fucking lungs. I remember when I was pregnant <laughs> and like I was really heavily pregnant at the end and like I just missed that feeling of him being like laying on top of me. Yeah. And just being like, there's a distance between us. Yeah, there was a big old fucking <laughs> distance between fucking, the two. Yep. There's a literally a human being between us. Yeah. I um, you know that that was one of the things that I did I did miss. I missed that, yeah. that closeness during yes. my pregnancy. And then usually it was like, I'm too fucking hot. Get away from me. Like I love you, but please don't come near me. <laughs> pregnancy is weird. It is such a weird thing. It is so weird. And then um I think this book is awesome because, like, obviously she's looking at things from a very, like, scientific and objective uh, We all term. know how I feel about science. I love science. I love science. Hate Scientology. Yeah, fuck Scientology. Fuck Scientology. We could just rename I was, our also, I was watching the podcast. Scientology Network on, um, what was it? Don't on... give no, them I, views. I can't help it. I really can't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Let me see here. So, I just texted Zach. You, oh. No, no, you're good. I, I, I texted Zach and said, do you believe in love at first sight? He said, if that's the case, I'm in love with movie stars. And then he did we the... should talk about that because, like, people really do fall in love with movie they stars. They do. He said, infatuation at first sight. I said, it's our topic tonight. He said, I think you might think you are, but then get to know someone and change your mind. Maybe. I can't think of anybody, though, that I was initially, like, z- <laughs> it's like, have you seen Hotel Transylvania 3? Not yet. You will eventually because you have children, and oh, it's yeah. actually fantastic. I love all of the hotel transfers. I, I love them too. And... Um, he talks about he's like, I can never love again. I zinged already. Yes, right. And um, I, oh, I have the really, I have like a really sad 
really – I'm not going to go with my sad bag. had to do with something my dad wrote about my mom. But um, it was really sweet. But anyway, zing. Like, you see somebody and it's, like, electric. Mm-hmm. And um, the only person I've really experienced that with um, was my first love and then Matt. And both of them I can say. Like, obviously, I don't talk to my first love anymore and we were yeah. high schoolers and stuff. But, like, there's no – there was never anything about him I didn't like. Given we broke up before I could, before you know, we could grow up and become horrible mm-hmm. people, so maybe that's why. <laughs> so I'm not really sure, man. Like, it's uh, infatuation at first sight. I mean, is it love? Can you even call it love if you don't know the person? And then you get into the whole philosophical what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Uh, maybe you should don't hurt me no more. Well, I mean, also that, but. Dun, 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 dun. You were going to do some sciencey talking? I was, and I, then I lost before my page. I, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No, you're good. But I mean, so uh, this is, I was doing the research for this one. We were going to do like a whole episode on like love, and I, I, I still would like to. But um, mm-hmm. something that I thought was really interesting is that um, she says, humankind has evolved three primary brain systems that guide mating and reproduction. One, the sex drive. Two, romantic love. And three, feelings of deep, deep attachment says that they all interact with each other um, and create flexible combinations to provide the range of motivations, emotions, and behaviors necessary to orchestrate our complex human reproductive strategy. However, she says, they're not always well connected. It is biologically possible to express deep feelings of attachment for a primary partner while one feels intense romantic love for another individual while one feels the sex drive for even more extra partners. The relative biological independence of these three neural systems enable us to engage in social monogamy and clandestine infidelity simultaneously. So she's basically trying to explain how people can love each other and still cheat on each other. But to me... The fact that there's, like, these three different pathways mm-hmm. that contribute to, like, our uh, our, our method yeah. of attraction tells me that what you be maybe feeling may not be romantic love. Or maybe it is. Mm-hmm. But it's something else. So it's possible that what you're feeling for them is love. It's just not the same kind of love that comes from, like, deep attachment and commitment. Yeah. So I would say I still believe that it's possible. I think it's possible to be in love at first sight, but it's not the same thing as, like, long-lasting love. It evolves into long-lasting love. I'm still obviously on the fence about it. I mean, and I... I don't want to make it sound like I'm discrediting people because oh, yeah, no. everybody everybody experiences things differently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everything. Everyone experiences things differently and in their own way. And once again, that, that goes back to you... Um, what's you form your opinions based on your previous experiences absolutely and we all have very unique experiences absolutely so i just um yeah i don't know man i it's up for a debate but i mean everything i was reading definitely everything i kind of like when i did like my brief little like let's do a google search just to see who's right there's like no mm-hmm. real right answer. They're saying, like, technically, yeah, it's possible because what your brain is doing is reminiscent of love. Yeah. But I think that there's a very big difference. It's kind of like how they say you go through, like, stages of love. Like, there's that initial infa- infatuation, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, the honeymoon stage, and then there's, like, that deep, like, you start to settle in with each other. And then yeah. there's, like, that deep love that you see in people who have been married for, like, 50, 60 years yeah. where it's just, like, they're basically one at that yeah. point. Like. It, it changes. I, I don't want to sound all like 
mushy, gushy, or whatever. But, like, Mm -hmm. I... I have a super solid relationship with Zach. Like, we talk about anything and everything and all... Like, even things that you don't want to talk about... You talk about it. We talk about them. And then afterwards, one of us is like, let's not talk about that again. And then the next time happens and we're talking about it again. Um, But uh, I... Like, that kind of... That level of commitment... I just... Um, that comes with time. I yeah. believe it. Well, and so there's... I read this... I think we were... In one of our other podcasts, we talked about the seven-year itch, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I am coming up... We are coming up... Actually, at the end of this month is our seven-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I am just mind-boggled that there's no... I don't... And we've talked about it. There's no. There's no itch there. There's no anything, yeah. you know, because like I said, we talk we talk about those those feelings and that kind of stuff. We're a very communicative, yeah, couple, yeah. Like, um, but I'm just because my um, role models growing up for relationships, uh, communication was not that good. Mm. Um, so you're trying to do things differently. I am, yeah. I'm doing things completely 180. Like I'm not doing anything the same (laughs) you know so I don't know I don't know yeah I had the opposite my parents had a very solid marriage for a very long time Mm -hmm. probably up until closer to when I like became an adult was when things started to kind of like struggle and then like their marriage didn't like dissolve until I was like like an adult adult so I had really good examples um I think the seven-year itch they were saying really has to do with your biological right well it has to do with the fact that like assuming you have a baby right when you get married yeah. Which I think they're saying, you know, obviously before the time of birth control, people yeah. are getting married. They're going to have a baby pretty quickly um, on average. Obviously not everybody. And so they're saying by the time that child reaches seven years old, technically, like you've been married about that same amount of time. Yeah. I'm so that's that's basically how Matt and I are. Cause like we had Buddy right after we got married. Yeah. Like, like it was a shotgun wedding situation. I was heavily mm-hmm. pregnant when we got married. And um, so I guess we're at that seven-year itch point. And I would say that actually like – and I've said this on the podcast before. Like we're, we're in a really good place too because mm-hmm. um, I feel like we've gotten better at communicating because when we first got together – we didn't know each other very well. Yeah. And then I got pregnant before we got to know each other very really well. And it's, like, one of those, like, just really – it's a mixture of, like, fate, luck, and, like, really, really hard work that yeah. we are so solid now. Like, we've made a very conscious decision to, like, overcome obstacles. And, like, we've had to, like, put aside our pride a lot and, like, learn how to stop doing this and that so that the other person can be happy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Um Relationships are fucking weird. They are. Like, once again, what works for one person... Good lord. Mm-hmm, I know what you mean. Uh, what works for one person doesn't always work for the other person. That's and- why I get really bad when I see people preaching on, especially, like, Facebook. And, I mean, uh. no offense to these people, but you probably know who you... And, I mean, I, the sad thing is I was like this, too, like, when I was, like, 19, 20 years old. Mm-hmm. And I thought I knew about relationships and marriage, even though I had, I, I had no experience in that region. And then that... um subject yet and like people who are just like people throw in the towel too easily i'm like let's take a step back you don't know what's going on in people's relationship you don't know you don't know what they're going through i wanted to be a fucking bachelorette for life i did not want to get married yeah i was ready to just be single and looking to mingle settle down with my 17 dogs 
That's a lot of dogs. Uh, yeah, after having three now, 17 was just an That's a lot of dog insane. hair. You'd be very, oh very busy. I would hopefully by then have won the lottery and mm. had, a, like, four Roombas for That's fair. every room. But That's, you might need more than four Roombas. Probably. For every room. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. But, um, I'm scared to get a Roomba because it'll eat something off the floor and die. Because might it's eat your guys' sh- hamster or gerbil oh, or whatever. Hamster. I'm just His name That's, is Biter. That... <laughs> <laughs> Biter. Oh, I'm really sad I forgot my pun cards tonight. Me too. I, really I was them. really looking forward to sharing all these puns with you fine people. Alright, I'm lying. I'm not I'm not sad that you left them because I suck at them. And it's just a reminder that my my brain is not very punny. It's okay. I just it's not my strength. I just I can't help it. Dad jokes for days. I think and that's another thing. Zach uh, is very great at dad jokes. Mm. Um, and uh, so the appreciation is there. It's mutual. Because I am also pretty good at dad jokes, even though I'm a mom. You are kind of a dad. And, I, I, and like, you know, I feel like I don't even need to explain that. Like, you'll understand yeah. and not take offense. You are very dad-like, which yeah. is why I think you're so fucking cool. <laughs> Thanks. And that's like, probably why you're... Like, fell off the couch, and I started kind of laughing a little bit. <laughs> Okay, but then you came to my house, and my kid came over and said, I hit myself with a hammer. And I looked at you, and I said, that's why I didn't yeah. really freak out yeah. when your kid fell off the couch, because this is where we are seven years in. He's, he's fucking doing it again, man. Yesterday, like, I just couldn't keep, like, and that's another thing. You know, we talk, when you talk about, like, that uh, immersion into love and that deep connection. Zach so came home. I had some dry shampoo in my hair. I was wearing, like, a huge baggy shirt. And my sweats that didn't match my shirt, and I looked awful. I did brush my teeth, but that was the only thing that got brushed yesterday. That's very, I think that's the most important thing. Yes. Like, your hair, (laughs) meh, brush your teeth. Yes. Brush those teeth. Um, And he just walked in, and I was like, hey, man, what's up? (laughs) What's up, bruh? And he still was just like, you're beautiful. I'm like, you're lying, but keep the lies coming, my friend, because I live for this. (laughs) I've been very, like heavily relating to that meme that's going around that's like the older I get the more willing like the uglier I'm willing to go out in public as and I was like damn because like when we went to go see love actually like I had a cute outfit picked out but then I had a pimple (laughs) so fucking big on my forehead that like it literally changed the shape of my profile from the side so like that's not gonna work you know what I'm gonna do put a beanie on did I text you and tell you so that in the episode where in the episode in this scene where Kira Knightley Meets up with Andrew Lincoln's character. She's got that big old gaudy fucking hat on. Oh, like a newsboy hat. Yes. Mm -hmm. And her whole ensemble was awful. Well, the morning that they were filming that scene, she had a pimple come up. (gasps) And it was huge. And so they, she put the hat on. They had, they had to hide it because they couldn't hide it with makeup. So they put the hat on and they filmed the scene. And that's um, fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I, meant to, I meant to tell you that. Um, well, she looked cute. I looked like one of the, n- the robbers n- from home alone. No, it was not cute. Uh, I do not think she looked cute. That hat was fucking terrible. And <laughs> it was 2003. Bangs, her, well, yeah. When you put it that way. Um, yeah. And so during the movie, uh, we went and saw wet, hot American summer. And that was just, that was fantastic when we saw that in theaters. We did another movie party Can we talk about how obsessed Paul Rudd is, or how obsessed Mallory is with Paul Rudd? Because that's one I don't get. But then again, that might be how people feel when I talk about Bill Skarsgård. Like, I definitely feel that way about Bill Skarsgård. Why, though? But, you know, like I said, it's kind of like when somebody's like, I don't like that kind of cookie. I'm like, 
good because I'm going to eat more of that cookie. Speaking of, that, those red velvet cake rolls are still sitting on the counter. They're disgusting. They're fucking really bad. They were really weird. I don't know what was wrong with them. Like, they were fresh. I bought them, like, hours yeah. before I got to your house. They tasted, like, metal. I don't know that they tasted like metal. I've never metal. eaten metal, so maybe that's not a good metaphor. Who who was it? Oh, my, my niece. Um, She accidentally... Uh, I can't remember... Bitterness. Something happened, and there was a little bit of blood on her hand, and she stuck it in her in her mouth. And she was like, "It's like when you hold a bunch of pennies for a long time, and then you put your hands in your mouth afterwards. It tastes like that." You're like, like, "Okay, first of all, we need to take a step back." Don't but I totally knew what, what she was talking about. Oh yeah. About. <laughs> well, when you get pregnant, you have that metal t- taste yeah. in your mouth. I remember that. Um, yeah, I, uh, that, that, that is the, that was the worst. Like, I didn't even, oh, yay, Dr. Vita's food. Um, yeah, I didn't even, all I wanted was fucking V8. Even, I couldn't even eat red meat, which is like, I'm, I'm such a carnivore. Is it lycopene that's in tomatoes? Maybe that's what you needed. I don't know. Lycopenes. Um. <laughs> I thought, when you said lycopene, I thought you were, because I like to I call like penises peens. Do you and, like a peen? <laughs> You're like, I like I one like, peen I mean, in particular. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're like, that conversation took a turn. I was looking up conversation starters last time we were, because we were going to talk to Mallory, but then it just went off the rails. Yeah. It was, that whole fucking episode, y'all talking about dicks? Talking about dicks? <laughs> I was like, why do you automatically assume we're talking about dicks? But and then we I was did just end like, up wait talking a second. about them at one point when we, we were talking about premarital sex. It's a part of the body. It's just I'm a part of the body. other parts of your body. We can talk about toes. Toes. Which, really... oh. um, oh, I can hear my, my niece is crying, which means that someone told her no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, let's see here. Oh God. Some of these are very weird. Uh, I like weird. Okay. First Do of it. all. Okay. What are two totally normal things that become really weird if you do them back to back? That's one you got to think of. I'm looking huh. for more. Uh, These are kind of difficult. Like, I feel like they need a sufficient amount of time to think before. Yeah. Those is are... cereal soup. Wow. I don't. I say yes. Cereal is soup. <sighs> because it's, yes, it's cold, but gazpacho is I also cold. Gazpacho, gazpacho is cold. Yeah. It's a liquidy substance that you eat with a spoon. So isn't that soup? My mind's just fucking blown right now, dude. This is this could be the title of the episode is cereal soup. <laughs> cereal soup. I'm um, going with yes, cereal is soup. I so I I went to took the babies to the grocery store today and the way I talk to my children, just going touching back on the fact that you told me that I'm like a dad. That I'm also the female version of the dude. Uh-huh. You are when, when the kids <laughs> Anytime I open the I open the van doors, I'm like, "Sup, bro? Come here often." Sup, bro? <laughs> and like, why are you fussing? Like, what's going on here? Like, there's no like, there's no coddling. Like, I don't like. Oh, are you okay? I'm like, you're fine. It's fine. You're, you're fine. You're okay. It's fine. Like, <laughs> I promise you. I mean, obviously, sometimes I do the mom thing where I'm just like, oh, come here. You bumped your noggin. Come here. But then most of the time, I'm just like. Shake it off, bro. Shake it off, yo. Shake it off. Shake it. What know. type of food would be the best to make a house out of? 
Like, so when you're asking this, is this a house that you're going to be living in for a long period of time? I mean, I was, someone's going to live in it. So it needs to be a durable type of food. So probably not meat. Nope. That's kind of gross. Meat will go about. rancid. It needs to be something that doesn't. Melba toast. Those wafer cracker things. Yeah, but like you don't want something too sugary because then you get ants. No, not wafer. Your whole no, house no. gets ants. Maybe it's maybe it's the Melba toast stuff. Melba it's toast like the... is like the really 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 hard flavorless crackers. Yeah, that stuff. Melba toast. We both going with Melba toast. You can make it out of royal icing because that shit's like glue. But once again, that's how you get ants. <laughs> you want ants? That's how you get ants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. god, there's so many what, funny ones on here. What is happening right now? All right, keep them coming. This is mm. this is fun. What is the best less is more example you can come up with? Pubic hair. That's true. Plaque. Oh, plaque less is more. That is right. Debt. Now I'm touching my teeth, like, uh. Uh, um, what view would you most like to have out of your window? Oh my God, please. I want it to be the beach. Uh, see, I'm like that with the mountains. I just want to see the mountains. Like I want to be in the Appalachian mountains. I want to be on the beach where I could just go out there and take my little fucking coconut drink. And I was actually looking at pictures from Guam, just, I just go to the. I just go and stop at the the you know the little gas station. Get some singles. Get some energy drink. It makes my vodka and out there. Vodka. And, and then I would just hang out with my friends and then sober up and go the fuck home a couple hours later. Usually with a massive sunburn. Hashtag worth it. <laughs> Hashtag worth it. <laughs> um. Oh dear God. What's the most, what's the worst thing a person can do that's not illegal? Um, you know, I'm really not a big fan of when people wait till the very last second to merge. When there's clearly, like, I, I don't like it when other people aren't letting people in. Like the That zi- really the pisses zipper, me off. The zipper yes. thing is good. Um, I had a vehicle today tailgating me. I thought it was a cop. Mm. Um, not that I was doing anything illegal. No, I get uncomfortable but, just because of, like, when being I in high school. I don't like it when pe- big truck drivers cut you off. Like, it's rude just because you have a bigger vehicle than mine. If you're not going to go fucking faster than me, you don't need to be in front of me. And I hate it when people... I experienced all this on the drive to your house, clearly. It's still fresh in my mind. I uh, hate 1604 it. 1604 is a little rough. Yeah. I hate it when people zoom in and out of traffic to get one car ahead. Like, you literally cut somebody off so you could get back in the same lane one car ahead. It's very dickish behavior. It is. So that right there. And also, use your fucking turn signals. God damn it. Do not talk about the latest fucking technology when you can't even use your goddamn turn signal. Mm. Once again, all this happened on the way over here. And I was like, I need to calm my tatas. (laughs) (laughs) Calm them tatas. Speaking of tatas, what body part would you not mind losing? The mom pooch. But that's not a body part. So, um, I have tattoos on my feet. Um, I went in, I think, have we talked about this? When I went into the nail salon and I asked if I only had one foot, if they would give me 50% off a pedicure. No, but that's a valid question. It was a very valid question. Did they answer it? 
Uh, one lady was very uncomfortable and she laughed. She was like, ah, that's so funny. <laughs> Backing and I'm away. Like, uh, no, no, it's really not. It's a legitimate question. I don't know, man. I would say like missing a, one toe wouldn't be bad, but you don't want it to be like your big toe or your little toe because that'll throw off your balance. Fun fact the tendon in one of my toes is cut, and so I can't bend that toe individually. I have to bend all my toes. It doesn't. It doesn't Which work toe? by itself. Uh, this one. It's wild. It is wild here. Like if uh, you, yep. I can bend them all together, but if I. Dude, you I, have a dead toe. Yeah, pretty much. This one bent. This one bends a little more, but this one doesn't bend at all. Maybe it's this one then. I don't know. That's all it does though. Um. Fun fact. I like that. That actually happened uh, because I was in ballet class and I was practicing pirouettes out in the yard. Um, in the said, yard? Yeah, not there was a good. Piece of glass. Not good. Yeah, had to go. That's not a good place to practice your pirouettes. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Wait, you didn't answer. Oh, wait, what was mine? The body part I would lose? Yeah, yeah I think like, toe. yeah, like a middle toe. Yeah. Or even a finger. It still affects your balance. That's true. But I don't need to have balance anymore. I, would I don't not dance want to lose anymore. My no, that would be a darn shame. Not that I use it, but... It's good to have in a moment. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Let me see here. More would-you-rather questions. I just like doing these. I know you do. They're so much fun. Would you rather lose all of your money and valuables or all of the pictures you have ever taken? That's a lot of fucking pictures. Mm-hmm. Those are memories. But the thing is, I don't really own anything super valuable. Why? Because I'm a goddamn klutz. Janice. What if someone took Janice from you, your minivan? I would hope that insurance would be like, she was pretty cool, but we'll get you a new one. Would you we'll like a 2018 a, Janice? Uh, we, 19 Janice? We would like a 2018 Nissan Quest. Really? Yeah. I like the Honda better. Um, the, well, the Nissan Quest are, like, super roomy. We're such nerds. We're over here talking fucking minivans uh, again. That's, that, I think that's life. What can we talk about that's, uh, that's, um, I don't know. Well, it's scandalous. Since we clearly, I, next week, well, wait, what are we doing next week? Next week is Christmas. Christmas. So we might, might have to skip next week. Okay. Well, we should, oh, um, I'm almost done with this season of 90 Day Fiance. Season six, correct? Yes, and let me just tell you, clusterfuck. Um, I don't want to spoil it for you. Yeah, please don't, because I'm, I'm currently I'm really trying not <laughs> to like send you too many spoilers, but I just am like, you know what? Just bring them on, because it's still entertaining even when you know how things are going to end. It doesn't a matter. Fucking dumpster fire. I love it. It really. So one of the couples, and I'm skeptical. Very skeptical of this couple because this guy was in the Marines for nine years or however many years. He was married and he got a divorce. He's got three kids. He decides that he's going to go do contractor work to go fight ISIS and then meets this gal online, decides to give it one more try. She is a graduated med school. Um, She... Uh, used to model in Indonesia. Her family's fucking wealthy as shit, supposedly. Um, she'd been Allegedly. married once before. Well, yeah, and so, like, she moves in with this guy, and she wants him to stop paying child support for his other child. Oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah, 
And um, she, he, so he lives with his older daughter. They live, they share an apartment together, or whatever. And she wants him to kick her out, and it just is crazy to what me, like, the fuck, because man? she's not his number one priority. Anyway, so let me just tell you on the episode that I just watched or whatever. Apparently, she had like sponsors, um, for like promoting stuff because if yeah. you're a reality TV star, that things like that happen. Yep. When you're a podcast host. Uh, things like that happen, but not to podcast hosts like us. Um, <laughs> to successful podcasts. Successful podcasts. Not we're successful. Our moms listen. That our moms are good people. Speaking of ninety day fiance, mm-hmm. my friend uh, Brittany. Uh, she still. I I don't know if she still goes. But anyway, her last name is Walters. Brittany Walters. She owns Sun Sunshine. Uh, Beauty and Bliss Artistry in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And I'm trying to remember what their names are. Let me see here. 90 Day Fiance. This is the couple that came into her salon. I'm showing Rachel a picture. Oh, that's um, that's the, the from this season. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. That I didn't is, know who the fuck they were because cool. I haven't watched the season they yet. Are, they are the least dumpster fiery. That's nice. They're, they're Speaking sweet. of... Yeah. Not dumpster fire. I'm a very big fan of Kyle and Noon from Happily Ever mm-hmm. After. Absolutely lovely. I fucking despise Danielle and Muhammad. Totally. Both individually for different reasons. I think they're both fucking horrible people. And they deserve each other, quite honestly. All at the, the same time, when I first um, started watching it, I was like, oh, Muhammad's a shithead. But at the same time, I was still yeah. kind of like, well, Danielle, don't be dumb. And mm. now I'm kind of like, I really don't like Danielle. Like, yeah, I no, really don't fucking, like... They're all fucking awful. She's like, I'm going to get an annulment to scare him back to me so we can yeah. work on our marriage. And it's just like, it gave me, like, flashbacks to when my ex, I had pretty much told my ex, I don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, but let's make it work. And then I was like, I've met someone else. But let's make it work. I don't love you anymore and I love him. Let's make it work. It's like... Some people don't... You can't force someone to love you. No. And it just... Oh, that, like, really put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. I was just like, ah, people are not property. Mm -hmm. If someone doesn't want to be with you, or if someone doesn't want to work on it, you shouldn't have to convince somebody to work on it. Yes. Like, you shouldn't. That's, like, really what it comes down to. Like, people who are like, we're going to... You need to try and work on this with me. I'm like, they don't want to. Why are you trying to push it? What makes you think that you forcing them or pressuring yeah. them into it, that this is going to go well for you, you dumb... Mother trucker. Trucker mother. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't know. Like, just watching... Well, it, like I said, this season is fucking insane. But they're... So, like, she got... She was really nasty. And she called the, her uh, fiancé's daughter the see you next tuesday word and a bunch of other profanities and the so the sponsors that she had for whatever it was they they pulled their sponsorship and they were like we didn't know any of this was going on um and they have they have threatened to quit the show um because they're receiving death threats because he's kind of being a spineless little prick mm-hmm. and letting her you know she's like oh well you can't put me and my son first i want you to stop paying child support like no, that's not how, that's not how that fucking works. That's so bitchy. And she's like, I'm going to go back to Indonesia. Bye, bitch. Bye. Don't let the girl, door bye. hit you where the good lords would you. <laughs> bye. Girl, bye. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, so I was watching that today. If you're going to get involved with somebody who has children, you do not get to decide no. that 
sudden t- that that anything changed. Like, ugh, yeah, it really is just kind of a. It's and it's the most like at first I felt kind of bad for him because you know he's a he's a bachelor. He lives with his daughter, and so. Granted, he could have gotten their apartment ready. It was just kind of... She walks in. She's like, oh, I hate this place. I go back to Indonesia. Then go. Stop. Go. Yeah. Go like, Nobody... I don't know. It just was really... Although, when Noon walked into Kyle's dirty apartment in New Orleans with all the cockroaches, I really was like, get no, your that was, fucking that was life together, That was Kyle. different. <laughs> he was like, I don't <laughs> totally know different. how to clean. Um. Yeah. No, they, they were super cute. Do couple, you think but... that these people deserve what they get on social media like watching the some some of them do you absolutely what um, do you think is gonna happen you know what i mean like yeah in today's like super instant social media Mm -hmm. twitter fucking culture where we can literally say whatever the fuck we're thinking as we're thinking it which i think is a bad thing it is a bad thing it's not good to some people like you need time to cool off if you're angry you know, like, you just can't go around saying whatever pops in your head. What I mean, you if, can, but there's repercussions. What if, like, Twitter, for example, because that seems to be, like, a bit, and Facebook, too, honestly, like, you, anytime you post, like, something, you have to, like, wait an hour to, like, for it to publish. That You can do that, though. You can publish now or, but well, people I mean, don't. like, what if it was mandatory? Like, you couldn't just say shit. Now, it was kind of suck because sometimes you want to immediately be able to say something. Like, when I found that dog on the side of the road. And yeah. I was like, does anyone want this dog? Um, but, like, think about it. If we actually mm-hmm. had to, like, take an hour to publish things. That would be smart. It would probably change the climate of the internet. But, I mean, at the same time, I think that there is a lot of really horrible shit and there is a line that can be crossed mm-hmm. with what we do to these people um, oh yeah definitely at the same time i'm like you're going on a tlc show a reality yeah. show ball 90 day fiance you especially if you're on the after anything from like the second season on you already know how they spin yep. this stuff like yep. you know how they're gonna spin it they're trying to get ratings they're trying to mm-hmm. get viewers and so they're gonna make everything as scandalous as they possibly can and it's like to be surprised yeah and be like, the things people were saying, I'm like, oh, honey. No, I know. No, no, no. Well, this, so, there's another couple on this season. They're both 20 years old. Uh, the girl's from Russia. Um, she got pregnant. She came to the United States for just some fun. Met her fiancé. Got pregnant. Had to go back to Russia. Um, he's a little shit. Okay. He is a little fucking shit. He, so, I guess his dad passed away or something when he was younger. Or, I don't remember. And his parents fought a lot growing up or whatever something like that and he straight up after this girl had a c-section was put like come on get ready get ready get ready get ready for what Uh, like to leave the hospital Uh, like you're not getting ready faster fast enough and then at one point he like two weeks after the baby's fucking born he's like you're not paying enough attention to me we need to work on our relationship if you were to come at me two weeks postpartum and tell me that I'm not paying enough attention to you, I will fucking knock you out and put you in a grave. Mama said knock you I out. I will knock you out. You will still be alive when that dirt is going over your face. Like, I just couldn't. Oh. Because he's. Vicious. Uh, appropriate. I, but uh, vicious. Appropriate. Absolutely. Appro- because, she, you know, she doesn't have any family. Um, And it's just, I don't know. That's like, why I really just start to wonder if we should, like, raise the age for marriage to, like, 22. 
I know there's a lot of people who are happily married who were married very young. But that's different times, though. You know what I well, mean? Well, even now, like, I, I know people who got married right out of high school, and they're okay. But I would say the vast majority of us yeah. are not, like, totally, like, we're not adults yet. Mm. And I don't even feel like an adult, and I'm 30 years old. Do you ever old. find yourself looking for a more adultier adult? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, um, <laughs> speaking of, of memes, um, there is that, have you seen that meme that says, uh, you know, the post, the USPS will get your package, um, or we have no idea where your package is at. UPS oh. is like, it's on this truck headed this way. And it, with Steven, the driver, FedEx mm-hmm. is like, we'll get it to you when we get it to you. And Amazon <laughs> is in your house. Yeah. We are inside of your um, house. <laughs> So I ordered some stuff on online from Carter's and I checked the tracking yesterday and it was supposed to be here at the end of, at the end of today. So I checked the tracking today because I was like, hey, is it in transit? It didn't even leave the fucking facility until today. It was a goddamn lie. Uh, yeah, it was. And I'm just like super annoyed. This because... is what we've become though because we used to wait weeks to get packages and now yeah. we're like, it's been 24 Fucking. Where's <laughs> you're, my you goddamn know when, you, when you no, put it I that way? No. Yeah, but, but I mean that makes sense. When like, they say it's, it's gonna be there, though, you expect it. Yeah. If yes. you're if you're gonna tell me something, then you know follow through with it. But the instant gratification, you're right. No, Everything but is... I mean I'm just saying that to be devil's advocate because I am the same way when I'm like, oh, they say it's gonna be here today. Why isn't it here? Because nowadays we expect it because the technology is so that we know where a package is at any single moment. But it's crazy because I was just thinking about back when I moved to like Germany, yeah, like I was right after high school. And, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, you have an APO, you have like a APO address, and you have to go check it in the mailbox. And it was like, I remember ordering something from like Aeropostal, and like this was 2007. I was going like, to say, is that even a store still? I don't know. That might be something we need to look up. Um, but I remember ordering something from there and like it took a month and a half to get there. And like mm-hmm. from then on, I was like, oh, I will expect. I remember I got something from Forever 21 in two weeks and being like, this is so fast. <laughs> My, how the times have changed. Right? Um, My husband just texts back because I text him um, and I was like, yo, is love at first sight a thing? That's our podcast topic. And he said, nah, period. Lust at first sight, maybe. This is that period this is infatuation. God, those guys. Hmm. They're they're men. They're men folk. They're manly men. They Women men. in tights. Manly men. <laughs> uh, Name a group of men more comfortable in tights than them. I'll give you a minute. No one. <laughs> Zach was telling me how he forgot that he had uh he didn't put workout shorts on under his sweats the other day and he had to wear those the the Ranger panties. Mm, silkies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I, I'm a fan too. I said you could have texted me, I would have actually showed up to the gym today. <laughs> yeah, like I would have driven fifty fucking minutes in traffic to come see your Ranger panties. It's so funny too because With like my kids. Yeah, yeah. Get in the car, mommy's gotta go see daddy. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny because, like, anytime I post a picture of Matt in Silkies, everyone's, like, all my, like, friends who, who just don't, like, have any involvement in the military, whether it be, like, a family member or a spouse or whatever, they're just like, wow, those are some short shorts. And I'm like, yeah, fucking right they are. <laughs> Come to mama. It's just, it's a, it's like a cultural thing. It, we like I our men in short, short, shorty, short, short. Do you remember, um, did, did Zach, were you with Zach when you went to, like, dive school? No, uh, he didn't go to dive school. He, um, I don't know. He didn't do that. He didn't I had a that. very, there's a soft spot in my heart for dive school. I, because, I know what shorts yeah, you're talking about. Them khakis. 
The, they are yeah, very small. Um, the res- they're rescue swimmers wear them, yeah, too. Yeah, dude. I'm, um, I'm here yeah. for it. I feel uh, like, you know, yeah. this is why sometimes military marriages last, and it's silkies <laughs> and khaki diving shorts. That's, you know, actually, that's something I want to, uh, I want to delve into at one point is, is being married, um, in the military. Yeah, for sure. Um, because I, you know, um. It's relevante to our lives. Well, it is, it is, um, but, uh, there's so much st- I was thinking about it on the way over here um because there's so much stigma attached to uh, there are women out there who marry men in the military for benefits mm, are we talking about dependapotami we are yes yes and um, tri- triceratops yes <laughs> and so I just uh you know um I have a friend of mine that I talked to and uh she, she um she was mentioning uh, going to the doctors, and I was just like, oh, I avoid the doctors like the plague here. Like, oh, if I'm, yeah, if I'm not to, dying, yeah. like, I didn't even, when I was in labor, I didn't even want to fucking go. You're like, I'm fine. <laughs> Ibuprofen. Not- <laughs> yes. I'll be fine. But, um, you know, uh, so there is that stigma, but also, like, there are those women that immerse themselves in their husband's jobs. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand that. But I, but, does that have to do with not being comfortable and having your own identity? Maybe. I mean, I think some people... So I can say that I met a lot of, like, really, like, stereotypical people back when I was a stereotypical mm-hmm. people, a person. Back when I was, like, 19 and I was with my ex and, like, way too ser- serious of a relationship, way too young, thought I knew everything. He thought he knew everything. All of us, we were just a bunch of, like, just a group of idiots. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing a lot of people like that. Now that, like, we've been married a while and, like, you know, most of our peer group is, like, in their... Older and they've yeah, been in the military We've all been, longer. yeah, like, I don't see that as much. I think, yeah. yeah, there's definitely an aspect of, like, some people have a hard time separating their own identity. And also, I mean, you know, until, like, play devil's advocate, like, it's hard not to bring up what your spouse does when you're married to someone in the military because it's like kind of it's it's one of those jobs where like every couple of years you pick up your yeah. life and you fucking go yeah you you have like a healthcare system and a pay system and an mm-hmm. insurance system that's different from a lot of like other people like just like there's a culture there you know what i mean yeah and i'm sure it's the, i'm sure it's the same like i know it's the same with like people whose like husbands work on like oil rigs like mm-hmm. they don't see their husbands for a long period of time and like i mean I don't know. It's, 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 that's a good one. We should get some other military wives on here and, like, talk about it. Because I can say now yeah. that I'm older and my my friend group is very, like, diverse. Mm-hmm. And, like, between, like, people I know here, girls I know, and like, I know a lot of badasses. And so, like, the whole Dependa thing annoys me because I'm just yeah. like, I don't know those bitches. Like, I know yeah. they exist, but, like, those aren't the girls I know. So, the one girl that I, that I um, you know. Yeah, we to- all know one. Well, the one that I was like, hey, let's go pee on her lawn, and then I passed out. Oh. She was like that. And um, ah, so and that you were was trying also... to get her to pee on a lawn. So what does that say about you, no. Rachel? No, I was trying to get everybody to pee on her lawn. Oh, fair. Yeah, no, she was terrible. She's a terrible fair. person. Um, but uh, <laughs> and I say terrible, like, she just legitimately, like, nobody. She was just a pretty miserable, mm. you know. Um, but I, And so, like, well, when we, when we moved to Guam, so I, I think... 
I mentioned that Zach does search and rescue stuff. Uh, he's a basically he's an in-flight paramedic. Without the paramedic, he's, he's a golden retriever person. He yeah, so he does all the medical stuff. Um, you know, after if it's over land, then he goes down. Anyways, anyways, a lot of the um guys that we knew were all single. I mean, we knew some married ones, and for all sure. their wives are fucking awesome. Like, well, except for that one in particular. The ones that I knew were awesome. Um, but all of them were just young and single. And so now that we're, but it was a different lifestyle. Like Zach and I, I don't want to say we partied a lot, but we kind of partied a lot because there's nothing to do there. You know, you hike and you go to the beach and drink, uh, you throw parties. Sometimes you get the cops called on you. Um, sometimes you try to pee in someone's front lawn. Doesn't even matter. Dogs do it. Why can't we? That's right. Uh I can lift my leg and everything. Oh, Um, oh, oh. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Deary me. I wonder if I could. I probably could. Well, they make, like, cups now for women. Yeah, the she-wee. Yeah, if you had Um, a she-wee, you could, like, write your name in her lawn. Don't have to... do it, though. <laughs> <The> <laughs> Not condoning this What behavior. does Rachel want for Christmas? Get her oh, a she-wee she-wee. and an address. Um, <laughs> I'll pee on anyone's lawn. <laughs> you give me the address, I'm there. But, uh, yeah, I don't I'll know. I'll eat like... asparagus first. That'll be <laughs> awful. That was the grossest thing I've ever said on here. Go on. I like it. Go on. I like Thank it. you. Thank you. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Now I'm all in the asparagus pee. Um, gross. Yeah. You're gross. You brought it in. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> You're gross. You're gross. i gross. Like butter. Like butter. <laughs> like butter. Um, but, yeah, so I don't know. Um. I just, uh, and, and being here now that we're older, like everybody, mostly everyone's married and we have our little, you know, everyone's group chill of, AF. yeah, I mean, we yeah. really are. Like I've, I told Zach, I was super fortunate to, um, have met you guys because we're, we're all kind of fucking weird. I was telling my friend Joanna and she mm-hmm. came, she came to the movies with us and I was like, friends are kind of weird. But you're gonna like it because they're weird. Like I'm weird. Yeah. And so, grade A weird. <laughs> grade A weird. Kobe beef weird. Kobe like beef it. weird. <laughs> um. But yeah. So don't I eat don't weird know. beef. That's not good. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't do um, that. I think that uh, I'm I'm very I'm actually more weary of the women who are like I don't talk to other military spouses. I'm like red flag. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of understand that. To I get extent, it to an extent, but I think that you should you should give you're talking about a chance. Hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Like everyone's different. You're gonna meet cool people eventually. Mm-hmm. You have to like meet some shitty people to meet some cool people. That is right. Yeah, and I also think like you know just also, um, man. I'm at one it's not just military spouses. There's no, a lot of weird no, fuckers I, everywhere. So, like, acting is. like military spouses are an issue I is know. just Why stupid. Is it? So, I just, and I was just also, like, my my thought processes and my, the way I, the things I think about, um, I wish I could just zone the fuck out. But usually when I go to the beach, I'm like, how many sharks are out there? How many fish are being eaten right now? Poor are fish. there lots of jellyfish out there? Mm. What are those sea anemones doing? Who fucking knows? But yeah, I met this. I met this one wife when we were in Guam, and she, uh, super. I don't know. She was full of herself. Um, I remember seeing that. Like she, I was in her car. It was my first time meeting her, and she literally just chatted the entire time about herself. Yeah. Literally didn't ask me anything whatsoever. Yeah. So and then come to find out, she had told other people that I was weird. I mean, I am. 
but um, but that I was awkwardly shy, and I didn't <laughs> talk to people. Her radar was a little off there, well, eh? Well, that's, that's the kind of, that's what happens when you don't take the time to get to know someone before you start talking shit about them. Yeah, you should definitely know your facts before you start shit talking. Exactly. You're much, you're better able to talk sufficient shit, too, Absolutely. when you know the facts. <laughs> <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I lived in Fayetteville, this was when I was with my ex and I was like 19 years old or like 20 years old. And I remember going to like a grocery store and there was another girl who looked like she was probably way too young to be in a relationship like that. And we're just both grocery shopping. And I don't remember how we started talking, but she's like, do you want to be friends? And I just like, I think there's a lot of loneliness. Oh my God. It's because so, yeah, so alienating. It is very alienating. Like, you know, um, especially if you don't have a job. Yeah, and I mean, I can say that, you know, up until I had kids, I I, I did the work thing. Mm-hmm. However, um, I, I think even with jobs, it can be alienating. I think it's yeah. just hard because it's, you know, there's a really big proportion of people in military families who are just very far away from their family. Yeah. And then you throw in, like, if your husband's in, like, a fast-tempo deployment cycle mm-hmm. and he's always gone. And you, yeah, like, no, you and I, like... Mm-hmm. We'll talk to fucking anybody. Yeah. So it's never been difficult for me to but make friends. But except for that, you know, but except for when I didn't talk and I'm super weird and super shy. I have moments like that, but. I was, th- that literally. That I, was you when? When were you like that? I was never like that. I was going to say. never took the time to be like, oh, hey. when that girl assumed that much about you. That yeah. makes sense. After like meeting yeah. you one time and didn't shut the fuck up about herself. Mm, and how she, and she was talking shit about a couple other wives. And I was like, yeah, you when are someone not comes somebody to you, that yeah. I want to be friends with. When someone immediately starts talking shit about mm-hmm. other people, um. Otherwise, like, you got to take time. Now I know exactly who I can talk shit about to you. But I would have never come at you, like, shit talking first thing. Because that's just bad etiquette. It really is. It, you got to wait to let the shit talking start. That's right. Um, and then we just talk shit about each other to each other. Yeah. You see what Rachel wearing <laughs> You're today? gross, bitch. She's been wearing sweats for three weeks. I'm wearing two different socks. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> because my feet were cold and we're in my closet, which is a.k.a. the black hole where nothing matches. Um. Rosie told me that she likes the color of my shirt, and then she told me that she likes my pants, and then she told me she likes my tattoos. Rose will make you feel very good about yourself. She did, and then she, uh, I was showing her my starfish tattoo, and she told me she likes the band of my pants, and I said, these are my yoga pants I don't do yoga in. She was super precious, and I just, it was super. We should be more like children, though. In just, I love complimenting people. That's what I, will I mean, give you a man. fucking compliment. It doesn't even we don't like, compliment people enough. Like, I agree. You know, and like on like little stuff. Like I like the color of your shirt mm-hmm. because we are like, why are they complimenting me? That's fucking weird. Or <sighs> I don't get weird either. I'm like compliment. Give me I will, compliments. I, I said com- I give I, me compliments. I love complimenting people. I love making people feel good about themselves because sometimes you don't know what somebody is going through, and sometimes all it takes is just that one. Hey. I like the way your hair looks today. Or, hey, mm-hmm. you tell really funny jokes. Yes. Well, it's like my, yeah. my kids will sometimes be out in public and we'll see somebody with, like, pink hair. Mm-hmm. And, like, we're so used to seeing, like, cool pink hair that we're like, oh, cool pink hair. But we don't think to say anything because, yep. like, I've seen pink hair so many times. But they'll literally walk up to us and be like, I like your hair. Yeah. And the person's just like, yes. Fuck yes. So it's so sweet. We should Someone be more likes like my hair. We should be more like kids. We should just tell people how we feel more. And, I mean... 
Maybe not like all the bad I stuff. I was going to say. Just um, the nice stuff. If you say <laughs> something nice about something, just somebody, just say it. Just say just something. Say it. Just be nice. But then again, some people don't like that. Like, I feel like I, there's people I could go up to and be like, I like your face. And they'd be like, why are you saying that to yeah. me? Yeah. There are those people that don't know how to take compliments. But, I mean, sometimes that could be conditioned. That could be... When is it inappropriate to give compliments? Like, as a married woman, can you give an, a man a compliment without it being inappropriate? Um. So, I, I think we've talked about this. I dated this guy, the guy that told me that I emasculated him. <laughs> um, because Red I, flag. I complimented another guy. Mm. Um, God, I don't even remember what it was we were talking about. It was something super... And we just ended up shooting the shit because my boyfriend at the time was out over there, like, you know, being peacocking. Um, I want to see your peacock. Yeah, and and just kind of, like, showboating a little bit. And I just... I was just expected to be seen and not heard. So I was like, you know what? Has he met you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there were a few fights. (laughs) Not fam. There were were a few fights, um, basically, because I just am outspoken. And, um, you know, I don't subscribe to that bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, that was... that, That particular night, I had complimented this guy on his shirt or whatever it was. A genuine compliment. We ended up shooting the shit. Hey, my boyfriend's over there. Cool. You know, like it was yeah. just a, it was just an innocent conversation. But um, he told me that I made him look bad in front of his other pilot friends and um, that I emasculate him on the regular hmm. just because he was insecure. And that's yeah, problem. I would there, say Matt and I don't have that there problem. Was, there was a reason there was insecure. <laughs> but anyways, hey, I. <laughs> Matt and I, I will, like, openly tell him which of his friends I think is attractive. And he'll be like, cool, I think your friend's attractive. I think your friend's not attractive. We will have these talks with each other. Because we just don't. It doesn't have anything to do with how I feel about him. Mm-hmm. Plus, people can be attractive even though you're in love with someone else. Absolutely. If you say that you don't find other people attractive, you're completely... You're lying. You're lying. Yeah, because like, you are lying. You're not even just, like, weird. You're lying. I will, you know, like, if we're out and I see a pretty one, I'm just like, oh, yeah, get her. Yeah. And Zach can be like, yeah, she's pretty. All right, yeah. cool. And I'll be like, no, like she's got really nice hair. She's like really pretty. She, she's she's like super pretty. I want to be her. So you agree? You're super pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so like, oh, you agree? You're super pretty. <laughs> what? No. Um. Yeah, man. Man, we got we got deep on this one. Yeah, we did. I didn't know how to expect. We didn't even talk about Florida man, but we can talk about him next week. Can I just also and this? I kind of wish I'd brought this up at the beginning of the podcast because I don't know who listens all the way through. Some people just listen to it a little bit, but like I can't say that. I is blame it a cultural them. thing? Like, and I mean like social media culture thing. Like, if I go on like a man's face or Instagram and I like like two of his pictures, am I showing interest? Because if that's a thing, I did not mean to do it. But then I started seeing memes on Instagram where people are like. Huh, uh, like in three of so-and-so's pictures to show interest. And I was like, I just like their pictures because I like their pictures. I haven't been on Instagram. Well, You're I, not helping at all. I know. I actually just got on Instagram the other day. And, Instagram's um, where it's at, bro. Yeah. Well, I had had like, I had like a bunch of notifications in like my DMs, but it's all my friends. It's not, it's not anybody. People like, don't slide in my DMs either. People, <laughs> that does not happen to me. <laughs> slide. <laughs> that does not happen to me. And I'm totally okay with that. Uh, because mostly I just post pictures of the kids and the, and. I think your profile's private too. It is. It, I made it private because of a lot of like, uh, I'm pretty sure ISIS was trying to follow me. <gasps> I had something like deal. that happen. So, no, I had somebody 
with Matt's name try yeah. to follow me. And I was like, do you get Instagram? And he was like, fuck no. And I was like, shit. And it was it was definitely a, a situation like that where yeah. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, not Yeah, so good. I just made mine. I just made it private. And then I just don't respond to any of my, like, follow requests or anything. If Unless I don't, you know them. If I don't know you or if you don't post funny pictures – yeah, no I mean, problem. mine's public, but I, I keep the kids off of it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, I used it when I was attempting to do a model thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do a thing. I do a thing. I do a thing badly, but I try the thing. <laughs> and so I was like, you must make it public. Right. Um, and so now I keep it public for Moody Broads. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I actually was thinking about going through and, and doing the, the Just the run the Moody Broads, Broads so. page. Uh, you're just like Ugh. I'm hardly even on Instagram's Instagram. a hard one to crack though because the algorithm really yeah. already fa- tends to favor profiles like, that are who, already doing very well. So, oh, so if you're try you're just starting out, people aren't going to see your stuff as much just in yeah. general. So it's it's, it's, a, it's an uphill battle. We're at you an know, hour and twenty minutes. Okay, we should stop. But yeah. now I'm looking at Instagram and all these people who are like wanting to follow me don't have any posts. Nope. So, decline. Yeah, except, yeah. Well, we hope we've taught you some lessons tonight about not letting ISIS follow you on Instagram. Or Facebook. Yeah. Um, You should compliment people more because it makes them feel good. It does. Uh, What else? Cardi B. Love at first sight. Love at first sight. We we covered a lot of ground tonight. And we we have pizza downstairs that we can eat. Okay. Yeah, so... We both look haggard as fuck right now. I had a facial today and I look haggard as fuck. Like, I mean, you look great. No, you're, you, I, can... you look tired. You look tired. I look tired as fuck. I, I Do you also know why? Because I'm fuck. really tired. Yeah. yeah. I am also just like, I have. <sighs> Thank God we're not like on video. We could do that. You wanted to do that. Okay. So it's supposed to like help boost your audience. But then again, we would actually have to put effort into our appearance every week. Do you? I almost wore my sweats, Ooh, my Walmart sweats. Your fleeces? Yeah. Um, are you Are you wearing? No, I'm wearing yoga pants. I don't that's do yoga a little in. more. That's definitely a little more fancy than than sweats. Yeah, I was gonna wear them. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure I was wearing these last week when we podcasted. It's so, okay. I mean, they just wash them all. They're if all they're clean. clean, who fucking cares? Wear them every every day. I do. I yeah. haven't even worn my other pajamas because I'm like, these things are fucking legit. I'm going to go buy some tomorrow. You've um, convinced me. Oh, you my God. me they're, on it. They literally, I bought Zach another pair today. I said, hey, the black ones are back in stock. Do you want me to buy you another a- pair? He was like, yes. So, anyways, um, if you're not, what's the, if you're not, uh, if you don't have an aversion to shopping at Walmart, they have these great sweatpants. They're Sherpa lined. They're the best things Sherp, ever. Sherp. Sherp, 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 sherp. Uh, no, that sounds like a wiggle song. All right, let's go. Yeah. Bye. Right. Bye.